Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey there, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week, we're, your away team will continue our discussion of TNG Season 6. Consensus being from the group, I think generally held consensus is this is the strongest season. Some people put five above this one. Debatable, but I, I think where we're landing is season six is number one with a bullet. I don't think season seven will overtake it on average. There'll be some great episodes there, but uh, some real weird ones. Anyway, I can't wait to talk about that one because <laughs> one of the characters has sex with a candle. <laughs> That's a kink. Don't. It, it, I'm not kink shaming. I'm kink celebrating. <laughs> I am celebrating that they spent an hour of primetime television telling us a story about having sex with a candle. <laughs> anyway, your favorite episodes, Laura. That's where we, we started our discussion last time with favorite episodes. We kind of got Z and Eris's, uh notions on that. Let's hear from Laura. Mm. This is really hard because, like we said, there's lots of really good episodes in here. And for me, my favorites are more collections of moments, I think, mm -hmm. across the whole thing. Um, like, schisms I don't like, but I love Ode to Spot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I like schisms, okay, but, it, like, Ode to Spot was like, yeah, they need to see this. Yeah. yeah. No, there's 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 a lot. Like, Frame of Mind is that episode, I agree with Eris, it just <sighs> sticks in your head. Yeah. And I love that they're actually playing with, like, wait, is Riker insane or what's happening? Like, because right. you honestly don't know what's going on until they show you near the end. Mm -hmm. And we haven't even talked about it yet, um, but Chain of Command, mm -hmm. I think, is something really interesting um, because it's that... You get to see, well, first you get to see Picard and Crusher as, like, action heroes. Yeah. Because uh, they're all training for this, like, big mission, mm. and then to find out that the whole thing is just a trap. Right. Um, and it's it's fascinating to me to watch, but then you get to Chain of Command Part 2, and Picard is naked and being tortured and brainwashed, mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's intense, and you're looking at it, and you're like... Um, and I, I wrote here, I was like, Sir Patrick Stewart would like his Emmy, please. Like, yeah. he is, yeah. like, all that's, in on this. That's a running joke we have. It when is. We're watching TV shows, and then somebody has an important episode. Yes, like, we're like, Emmy, please. <laughs> <laughs> Did a lot while we were watching ER. Like, yes, yes. Mr. Clooney would like his Emmy now. <laughs> but, like, also bringing Angelico, and then you see the Enterprise of, like, what if you have a different structure on the ship right. that you love. Mm. Picard could actually die. You don't know. And right. then Troy has to wear a uniform from now on. And Data's wearing red and he looks really weird in it. It's not and his color. It's not mm. his color. Yeah. But like the whole thing and I'm just like, wow, this is pretty emotionally, this is a roller coaster mm -hmm. that they took us it on is. for those mm -hmm. two. Especially part two is actually I think one of their cheapest episodes budget wise. Really? There's really not a lot of special effects. That's it's not true. Locations. That's, yeah, they they build a darkened set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all, it's a bottle episode for half of it, and then a, a darkened set with just a few lights. That makes sense. I It, yeah. it was such a, I guess, I don't know if profound is the right word, but such a, an amazing episode that I forget that, like, you're right that that was, it was it's very simplistic. Not a lot of flash. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 But that's, it made it just very 
concise and and mm-hmm. better. I think it, yeah. it focused what was actually happening. Cause like the the less bells and whistles there are, more of a tunnel vision you're gonna get on what's happening. So when they decide, how about torture? <laughs> you're like, ah, okay. The only special effect is Patrick Stewart's performance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I love that extra little coda at the end where he's, Picard is talking to Troy and he's like, I really believe there were five lights. Yeah, yeah. they got it. And they, like, yeah, and he was so scared of what had happened to him in that. Mm-hmm. You saved by yeah. the bell. In the, in the Chain of Command part one, Mm-hmm. I absolutely thought Jellico was like some type of double agent for the mm-hmm. Cardassians. I thought like, wow, you are wrecking the whole shtees of the ship so badly. It's like you're asking them to perform poorly. And mm. in the end, he's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not bad at his no. job. No. Yeah. And I wrote yeah. something down too. He's just that a I little like... bit too unbending. Mm. Mm. He also, he didn't have any weird hang-ups about Data. Mm-mm. He just treated yeah. him instantly like, oh, you're a member of this crew. We're yeah. cool. Which yeah. is good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, Some every, every other newcomer was just a dick to Data, but he was just like, all right, you're my first officer now. One quick Deep Space Nine <laughs> reference in there. Bashir and Data were kind of adorable. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the shit out of their pairing. Yeah. Yeah. And he asked for permission to yes. write about Data. So it was so good. Like, Bashir, like, uh, TNG Season 6 is concurrent with Deep Space Nine Season 1. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how problematic Bashir is in Deep Space Nine Season 1. Right. Bashir and TNG? <laughs> yeah, he was... Yeah. Plus across the board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he redeemed himself in that episode. I yeah. was like, all right, I'll come back to Season 2 going like, all right, buddy, don't fuck it up. <laughs> You've got a lot of goodwill built up. But yeah. He didn't have boobs, so I behaved myself. <laughs> Apparently that's all it takes. Uh, relatable. <laughs> 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 but like I, I was watching this episode and there's because I love to watch bad YouTube things but yeah I was watching the, the, the Birthright episode and I was just like Data doing his whole dream and I was like huh you can build a religion out of this <laughs> I think Birthright because part two does bore me because it's focused solely on Worf and yeah. what's happening mm. it's but a weirdly paced two parts yes if they yeah. would have kept the Data's thread mm-hmm. in both episodes yes. I think it would have been better I yeah. was very underwhelmed by Birthright part two same very underwhelmed Fair. but I loved Birthright part one yeah and I was actually starting to be like oh I don't think I like you anymore <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that that whole like Birthright part two like Worf's talking about love with that one chick. I'm like, you've known each other for three days. She's 17. <laughs> At that point, Worf basically became a Disney princess. <laughs> like, he was like, we just met, but I love you. Let's <laughs> never forget Kalar. Yeah, that's, that's his mode. He, yeah. he just has trouble with women. That yeah. poor boy. He does. Mm. He does. He has and we'll trouble continue. with <laughs> his thoughts on culture. Yeah. And I think that translates badly into everything. Mm. He is <laughs> child rearing, parenting, right. women. He's a little <laughs> too conservative. Yeah. yeah. But in that one episode with all of the littles with Minnie Picard and Roe and stuff, mm-hmm. Alexander seemed so stable. He's so <laughs> good. He's such a good boy. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the extra scene I wanted for that was Picard bringing Alexander into the ready room to give him some sort of like right. commendation yeah. and more being like, you have honored me. Yeah. yeah. And Alexander's like, I didn't do it for you, father. Like, this wasn't about you. <laughs> I got <laughs> dog, bitch. Milo, like, you may be my dad, but that's my grandpa. 
<laughs> I will die for Picard, and that means I will kill you too. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I've already seen a parent die. You think this means anything to me, Alexander? <laughs> bitch, I just met you, bro. <laughs> So much. Oh. I think it's just Alexander doesn't like his dad. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Send me back to Russia where it's fun and there are people that are good? Oh yeah, darn it. Oh no, oh no. I get locked in this classroom all the time and then some some finally an A plot wanders onto my shit. And okay, he takes my weird Roomba remote control car and okay, that's fine. I guess I have a utility in the plot this week. Great. Are we gonna go back to the holodeck anytime soon? Father? <laughs> Wanna be a chef? <laughs> I did think that was adorable because yeah. Worf really didn't want to be a cowboy yeah. <laughs> at first. <Yeah. laughs> I think it's actually like I, I, I could write an entire thesis on Alexander. Honestly, the fact that he chooses the old west, old Earth West, mm. kind ancient of west, ancient right? west, yes. the ancient <laughs> west. So like, it's he's one not, quarter human. The, exactly, yeah. but he's yeah, he's not going for like Klingon or wherever. But you know that's because Worf always shoves that down his throat, mm, yeah. and so he was just like, so when he gets his chance to be like, what do I want to do? Mm. He's like, fuck, I remember like maybe maybe it was with his counseling sessions. Maybe Deanna Troy was just sort of like, hey, have you ever read this magazine? Like handed him like an old, you know, PDF of a scanned, you know, <laughs> Old West kind of thing. And he's yeah. like, cowboys! Yes! <laughs> Troy's just handed him Louis L'Amour by the truckload. Right, like, like try this, buddy. And he's yeah. just like, okay. <gasps> I can wear a hat. I can wear a hat. I can wear a hat. Don't do hats. <laughs> like, they do now! <laughs> Let's go, Dad! Here's a gun! <laughs> And I, I really like the fact that Troy was like, what? I like cowboy novels. Yeah. <laughs> I'm half human too. Like, <laughs> it's like, fuck you, this is fun. And then it's, but ultimately it's one of those weeks where Brent Spiner just gets to be a weird little dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those are my favorite. <laughs> I think Brent Spiner, it builds up. So they have to have a release valve or else yeah. he goes crazy on set. <laughs> yeah. you know? So they're just like, all right, we'll give you one. We'll give you one. That's why we had to bring lore back at the end of the season. Yeah, because yes. it got built up way too It was two data for too long. Yeah. You know, they're like, all right, here's your little release valve. Like this week you're going to be a bad guy and a hooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be like, wait, 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 wait. wait. Worf or Riker? Be like, you can get Worf. Be like, yes. <laughs> I was actually really kind of hoping he would go for the kiss at the end. I mean, I knew Worf would be like, oh, okay. The 90s. Yeah. But I thought it would be funny even if they did the fake out. <laughs> We haven't even talked about Tapestry much. Oh my I god, yeah. Tapestry was That was just such a solid episode. I was just like, alright, it's great. We, I have about four and a half episodes, four and a half minutes left to our commercial break. Do we want to devote all of Act 2 of this episode <laughs> to Tapestry and get everything else out that we have to say about the season? Sure, okay, sure. Yeah. Excellent. Anything else? I actually really ended up liking Face of the Enemy. I did too. I didn't include it on the list originally because mm. I... I in my head, I remembered it as a... Because there's a DS9 episode, eventually, where Kira Norris wakes up as a Cardassian. Oh, wow. And I was like, that's the better version of this. Okay, all right. And then I watch it, and like, it's a tight little spy story. Right. And it, I think it's Troy's best episode. Yeah, like, you get to really dive into her character, and, like, because, like, right. she's ship's counselor, but she's still Starfleet. She does stuff that she doesn't normally get to do. Like, right. big Troy episodes, I mean... 
they're usually about somebody mind raping her. Yeah, like, uh, like eight right. out of ten times, it, there's some skeevy ambassador that came on board and wants to enter her mind without her permission. Yeah, right. Yeah. Man of the people. That yeah. was also this I episode. can't even remember which one that was. That but, was yeah. when she got older, like the yeah, 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 yeah. She but turned there were like three or Yaga. four more with that exact. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like one a season. Yeah. But yeah, I. I uh... Now we get to see her with actual agency. Like, mm -hmm. how does she get out of this situation? I don't know. She got to pretend to be like, I don't know. This is something they would put Riker into. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's an interesting follow up to the Spock story from last yeah. season, which we don't really get a lot of. Mm -hmm. I mean, but it also isn't. Let's have Spock come on the show. It, it's uh -huh. like the effects of that right. in the larger scheme of things. Yeah, and I actually like so. So halfway through the episode, I was kind of wondering why she didn't attempt to flip the captain because I, I feel like the captain was probably flippable, <laughs> <laughs> like just a little bit. But at the same time, like it's dangerous. She, she she didn't have the time built up or the safety net. You know, like I get it. I get why she did it. But I'm like. That captain is ready to be, like, a rebel. <laughs> like, she's literally asking for it. I, but I like spy politics. Yeah. As I'm sitting here with a script for a spy comedy, literally to my left. <laughs> yeah. No, it, uh, I was surprised. I had forgotten how good that one was. Mm -hmm. And that was fun to rediscover. Mm -hmm. And she uses that skill, uh, it wasn't on the list, but in uh, Timescape, there's another Romulan plot, and uh, Picard yeah. consults Troy because you spent some time on a Romulan ship. What do I need to know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, she got to be the expert in something. Yeah, mm -hmm. other than I, I, I vibes. Yeah, <laughs> Queen of Vibes. We also yeah. didn't really talk about ship in a bottle. Ship in a bottle. Moriarty did say all cops are bastards. Uh, he did. Countess Regina, which I kept hearing as vagina. And of course you did, because that's what it sounded <laughs> like. Because <laughs> right. you're human and got two ears. <laughs> right, like, it's Regina, you idiot. That's how you pronounce that name. What the fuck? I have an Aunt Regina. If I went to her and was like, hello, Aunt Regina, she'd slap me across the face. <laughs> but that's and not I... atypical for your family. <laughs> no. 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 That's true. Like, Call her Countess Regina. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to brand synergy, but there's a lot in this episode that informs what eventually became the fourth wall. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah with, with Moriarty and the fiction in Am I Real yeah. and Am I Not and uh, uh, lots of that yeah. stuff. I actually was very pleased that, A, it was one of those, like, so many sci-fi shows will do stuff in one episode and they completely drop that plot line. Mm -hmm. And so, like, we had that as a drop thread, as a loose thread with Moriarty going, like, are you going to figure out a way to get me out of here now that I'm sentient? And Picard going, like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> and then he just, like, drops them for four years. Um, the fact that he came back and was just like, it's been four years, bucko. How are you? This was like, remember me? I was at loose thread. Time to tie me up. Like, and then they find a way to like give him his own little reality, reality, and be like, you can play around to this computer reality. To where they almost forever break the fourth wall at the end. Like, what if we're just yeah. existing on a box on someone's table? <laughs> yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Rick, Rick and Morty did an episode on that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, split the shit out of it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I it was solid all the way through. I really liked the writing on it. Yeah. Despite the vagina. Uh, <laughs> but Moriarty, Regina, you idiots! <laughs> Moriarty is still a loose thread. True. He's true. But now he's, he's he is. Is he happier? 
ish for, for the moment. For now. They've for teased now. him that he's going to be in the latest season of Picard. He's coming back. And okay. he doesn't seem happy about something. We have he finally that. realized he was like, oh, you kicked me into another box. Yeah. A slightly larger and more comfortable box <laughs> with a nicer view and the whole like, what am I talking about again? <laughs> See, I think that's the thing is that like, it's not so much every single time I think about like, Sorry, I'm going to go back to Will and Tom for just a second. I'm like, you know, I wouldn't mind just being in a cabin and, like, writing and, like, maybe, like, I'll finally learn how to grow a houseplant without killing it, you know? Like, that's my version of freedom. Does, does DoorDash come to the cabin? Great. Yeah, you'll you never the, see me again. The, the replicator's right the fuck right there. I could go to 10 Ford every once in a while, maybe mm-hmm. get an actual drink, but, like, not all the time. That's, like, a special once a month thing for me. <laughs> And so, like, the whole, like, freedom! I'm like, yeah, but I'm already on the starship. Yeah. Away from most of my troubles. This is freedom. Most capitalist society, I I can do whatever job I want. Yeah. Because I want to do it, not because, you know, I'll end up joining a hobo village if I don't. Comic book writer and painter. Easy. Done. Keep me inside that box with a nice view. I'm good. I'll live in the holodeck. Fuck you. Which I think brings us to tapestry. <laughs> but we are about to hit, we are at our commercial break time, so I think we'll go there and then we will come back and deep dive into one of my favorite episodes of anything ever, I think tapestry so we will see you after our commercial break actually we'll see you during our commercial break you won't actually see us you'll just hear us okay bye bye You need the five light bulbs? Call Cardassian Electrician. We'll get you five light bulbs. Five lights or your money back. Five lights whether you want them or not. Messages of social enlightenment. Black lives matter. Yeah. Water is life. Yeah. Trans lives matter and exist. And our people. Jolene calling rolling. (laughs) Well, I feel like it's like the Beetlejuice curse. If I just say it enough, eventually it will stick. Dreaming is dying. Physical media is forever. Yes. Yes. I, I say yeah. my cave of physical media. Yes. No, I, I, if you like something, get a hard copy of it because yeah. somebody will try to take it away from you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which, incidentally, is actually going to make this show easier because it feels like a year ago, Paramount Plus was like, we're going to do star- new Star Trek every week all year long. And now, like, all of these boards of these companies are like, you're doing what now? <laughs> uh, you know, you get one show a year. Maybe. Wear your seatbelt. Yeah. Take your meds. Get therapy. I I, I say kind of to myself. <laughs> I forgot my meds. <laughs> if you enjoy the various uh, things that we expel under friction here, you might enjoy our other podcasts. That sounds like we fart. All those podcasts. We each have a hand in our armpit, and we're just. <laughs> Farting is an oral medium. <laughs> You'll enjoy other shows oral. on the network. You might enjoy other podcasts on the network, including Disorganized. A Criminal Minds podcast with your host Z, Laura, and me, Eris. And they'll be airing. Soon, sometime, eventually on a day. (laughs) Probably a Monday. In linear time. (laughs) Coming soon to a fourth dimension near you. (laughs) Uh, We also have Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Donna and Kenzie and myself, and full runs of Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter, As the Myth Turns, and The Fourth Wall. 
books, blogs, movie reviews, and nothing else. Eris, do you have anything to plug? Nope. Z. Uh, yes. <laughs> I almost said no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a TikTok, at underscore, it's just Z underscore. Love of my life, do you have anything to plug? Nope. You said that so emphatically that I was like, oh yeah, me either. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. way. <laughs> I, I would say no for almost an entire year now. Like, I'm just like, nope. <laughs> Thanks for it. I love to be included. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> With that, we will go back to our episode. So, unless there's anything else to talk about Season 6, I really want to talk about Tapestry a lot. Mm -hmm. Tapestry means a lot to me, because, like, I also hate myself in my 20s, and... <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I, I like, I would do things differently, and that would unravel things. Like, yeah. there's a real monkey's paw, Twilight Zone sort of, hey, you know... Yeah. And then, you know, the missing scene is Lieutenant Picard and Dr. Crusher and how that changes everything. Is she just really into power and, and captains mm, and that sort of thing? And, yeah. and she's like, uh, you bold weirdo, go back to astromatics, please. Yeah. Like, he just... Throw a spine. <laughs> yeah, he just won't leave me alone. Thoughts about that episode? I, I, I don't want to dominate the conversation. Uh, Picard sleeping with his young female friend felt icky because at that point that was a really big age gap really big age gap uh and the actress portraying her was 17 at the time oh god oh yeah 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 see i i don't know how to feel about that because like i i almost didn't say it but then i looked at it i was like oh no (laughs) oh no yeah they were supposed like i don't know I mean, obviously, that's kind of weird because it's like Patrick Stewart and the 17-year-old actress, which is like, guys. But I, I mean, I was under the impression that, like, he, at that point, he had kind of, he was reliving his 20s. Right. So he was 20, even though they had the same actor. Everyone Contact, yeah. saw him as the, the younger right. yeah. 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 So yeah. so it wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, but she swapped up and like, oh, was oh, making out the 17-year-old. That, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a little icky. But. Also, like, sure, he was physically 20 going on, but he, like, was making those decisions himself. That's that true. Wasn't, he didn't sleep with her originally. He, right. in his however old he is on, this, on the Enterprise, uh-huh. decided to sleep with this girl that is 17 in real life. And that was really icky for me. Really icky. But okay. other no, than that. that, I really dug the episode. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, I. It was it was a good episode. It definitely made me um, appreciate Picard a lot more. This one and um, uh, lessons probably. Yeah, the yeah. the no chain of command part. Oh, two. chain of command part two. The lessons yeah. also, I think. Yeah, where he gets the girlfriend. That's the uh, music and the ship. Um, yeah, that was okay. That yeah. one was not a bad one. That was the emotional we're going to beat up a card in this episode. <laughs> yeah. But tap, Tapestry and the Chain of Command Part 2 really were, like, I think, game changers for the way I view Picard. It's also, it, it's the it's the Picard-Q relationship. Yeah. Q doesn't mm-hmm. have the same vibe with anybody else he encounters. Oh, God, it's no. him and Picard mm-hmm. all the way. And mm-hmm. the fact that he shows up, like twice this season yeah um mm-hmm. i thought was pretty good especially that that moment on picard's face when he first wakes up and he's like oh my god are you god <laughs> this is welcome to the afterlife you're dead <laughs> i just like it when they wake up in bed together picard's like of course this happened and the key was like was it good for you baby <laughs> yeah i just, I just like cue a little bit more after this episode yeah i just i i think 
someday. I just want to see Kigo and like, look, I know you're not going to trust me, but like, I promise today for 24 hours of your time, mm, <laughs> no tricks. I'm just going to take you out on a date. What are, you, what are you into? Pizza? I love pizza. Let's go get pizza. <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting dangerously close to uh, Picard season two. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yay. I, cause I just, I do kind of like misbehaving God men, <laughs> but I like it when they decide that. I love you. And I, I want you <laughs> like, I, I like this human in particular for reasons that are inscrutable even to me. And what if I just decide to chill for a second? <laughs> it bugs me a little bit in the episode where he's like, oh, I have to be the captain. Like, it, but then mm. when he comes back to Q and he says that man is bereft of passion and imagination that's mm-hmm. where I was like mm. yeah like it's not that you like this guy didn't go into management and you view down on that because uh, we're gonna have to have some words Jean Luc but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but the fact that yeah yeah he wasn't happy he wasn't yeah yeah he could yeah. now can he could now say I have empirical data for my happiness levels captain and not captain yeah yeah. And he was like, wow, I'm not happy <laughs> as also, this other guy. He also can accept the worst parts of himself because mm-hmm. they are what created this version that he he is more at peace with. Right. Which... <clears throat> something, something metaphor for playing it too safe. Something, something five or so years of therapy for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, uh, yeah. It was, it was a real... <clears throat> It was a real interesting episode to watch as far as, like, seeing how the characters were going to interact. But I think you're right. Like, kind of low-key accidentally applying it to yourself and being like, ha, don't like that. <laughs> it's where I feel the closest to Picard. Not like, oh, we're, we're equivalent, but I'm like, I get it. Mm. I get it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take 22-year-old me out back and beat the hell out of him. Yeah. Stab him in the chest. <laughs> and again, that would just mean that we did the same thing that we were going <laughs> Whoopsies. Time is a flat circle. Anything else we want to talk about? I guess our tapestry conversation didn't last as long as I had originally. Data practicing his small talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. How did I forget that? I just love the fact that Rick was like, I need to see how this plays out. Like, he's like, everyone, stop. I'm doing an experiment. And I love how they're, like, maneuvering him towards that other dude, and they just played off each other yeah. for, like, 20 minutes. Talk about chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all just like, this is a train wreck, and I love it. Hey, okay. How long? They've been going at it for three hours. My father-in-law is one of those men that can do small talk really well. Mm-hmm. And, like, is kind of, like, charming about it in, in like, a kind of an annoying way. Uh-huh. So watching this, I was like, I don't like that Data is my father-in-law. <laughs> But also, I like the idea that he could talk, out-talk my father-in-law. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad is not so much small talk, but he's definitely the party charmer mm-hmm. kind of thing. So there, were, there was moments of like, how would Data interact with my family? Yeah. <laughs> Data would probably pin, like, they, they, he, like, he and my dad would go talk, which would free up my mom to go talk to Counselor Troy and Dr. Crusher. <laughs> and maybe she could get some therapy finally. <laughs> <laughs> I love my mom. But like she the needs therapy. Of that episode, too. That's one the, of your favorite. Die Hard on a Ship. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. Um, oh, that's funny you say Die Hard because I immediately went to Out of Gas. From Firefly. Mm. Oh, yeah. That kind of like the captain's left on the ship when something yeah. bad is happening. 
But I also really love the fact that the captain is like, Saddle! That's a completely <laughs> human normal thing to do! And then everyone's just backing him up. Like, yeah, everyone knows experienced riders have their own saddle. Yeah, what's wrong with you, Worf? <laughs> Worf is like, I... Something is happening here, and I'm pretty sure I don't have the cultural context to understand. <laughs> the Scotty episode, we just kind we of touched yeah, briefly yeah. on. Uh, interesting idea, and there's a weird, interesting sci-fi concept underlying it, the Dyson Sphere. Oh, thing, yeah. Which was uh, interesting. Uh, a world inside a world kind of thing. A sun in, yeah. inside a, a, a case to harness all of its energy. There's, there's a missed opportunity there. Why was O'Brien not the transporter chief when... Scotty came aboard. You could have had three of the main, the mm, chief engineers yeah. right there at that moment. Chief engineer, chief engineer, chief. Yeah. He wasn't on Deep Space Nine at that. Not point. yet. Deep okay. Space Nine premiered about halfway through the season. So mm-hmm. I mean, because O'Brien is st- like his last TNG appearance is Rascals several episodes. Oh, that's later. right. Yeah. Kate goes one of the Rascals. Kate goes one of <laughs> one of them Rascals. Yeah. Um. There's the moment where he where Scotty brings TOS sexual harassment into TNG and it's a little jarring. Like he's in he's in sick bay and he's like your doctors are a fair sight prettier. I'm like okay a inappropriate b true. <laughs> I'm allow it. Like, <laughs> like did he lie? Yeah, he's like yeah. you're walking on thin ice, buddy. Yeah, Doctor Crusher you... was like I'll allow it. <laughs> Okay. Like, you hear that, Jean Luc? <laughs> <laughs> and the the it's a there's a throwback moment in there, isn't there? About the when when Data's like it's green. Yeah, like they that's don't from know the TOS what episode. Yeah, there's a TOS episode where Scotty gets drunk on something that's green, and it's that's the crew, right. It, and it does the same thing, but the car takes one sip of it and is like, "Yep, I know what this is." Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because I was like, "Is that Mandori?" <laughs> which means green in Japanese. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I there's I like the metaphor on that one. Like Scotty's a relic, and this is a relic, and this is a, and they had to fix up a relic, and it, I don't know. I just liked it. A nice little episode, but yeah. oddly very enough, good writing. Voted number five on the greatest episodes of all time mm. at the. Uh, uh, I know I, I'm a little bewildered too. It's okay. fine, but yeah, yeah. There, it's I, the nostalgia. So, I, I think put, so. Tapestry doesn't make yeah. it on that list. I put Tapestry above mm-hmm. that. I know. I, know. I think just the uh, Scotty fans probably. Yeah. Because yeah. Like, he's good. He's, yeah, he's a solid actor. I'm going to flash back to Rascals just for a second. Um, I'm going to say something that probably only I will understand, but I'm just going to say with the whole Keiko and Miles O'Brien, Sailor Moon already did that plot line. Or did they do it after this? Sailor Moon was in the 80s. Okay, then. Yeah, the original <laughs> comic. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just the whole, like, what if my wife was suddenly a six-year-old? Which... <laughs> I appreciate oh. that they treated that with a like. Oh, where O'Brien Miles is, is like, exactly this the is right weird. amount of uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, like, he is. Yeah. Like I like okay, I get like in the brain space. You're my wife, but yeah. uh, this is this is yeah. this is a lot. Yeah, the Irish at, don't at the, do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, at that in Sailor Moon Memorial, it was just sort of like crazy shit happens every day to this to, to my weird wife so I'll just I, I might as well allow it. Like I mean, he takes care of her like in a child way, but just sort of like. I love you, baby doll. Go, go to your room. <laughs> he's just so tired by all the shenanigans the Sailor Moon gets up into that he's just like, this might as well happen. Keiko's like, this doesn't change anything. And Miles like, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it does! does. <laughs> You're 12! And I am yeah. remarkably not. Yeah. yeah. And that was Keiko's last TNG episode, but we, of course we see her plenty elsewhere yeah anybody else have anything else about tng season six did we not cover anything did we 
Look at the episode. That's really good. Yeah. We kind of glazed over the quality of life, which I really dug, but the, I don't have a whole lot to say. Yeah. yeah. My, my, oh, I have a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, how are they gambling in a society without currency? Put, when they Chores. play poker? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just... I, if I know. Okay. I think they're I just, think just having more. fun. Yeah, yeah I think just... it's just like whoever can win. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't care. What does a class A robe do? <laughs> it's a level of complexity to the mechanics in it. Yeah. Um, Probably what they can scan for kind yeah. of thing versus like class C probe. Like, all right, we can get magnetic field and that's it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I did just make that up, but I'm pretty sure that's what they well, even I, buy. Yeah, I, I can mean, look I, up the TNG technical manual and give you a specific breakdown. No, no, no. no I just, yeah. That's not how much the question you're no, asking. No, no. I just was wondering if off the top of your head, if like you knew from the lore. It, what... it's, it's a level of complex, complexity in the technology, like a MacBook Pro versus a MacBook. I see. I yeah. see. Okay. It's interesting to me that the quality of life is actually the beginning of a trilogy. And it was a trilogy mm-hmm. that would not become a trilogy until the show Lower Decks picked up that one little thread and carried it off for like two episodes about the exocomps. Oh, okay. Well, All an, right. An exocomp joins Starfleet. And yes. Is, and is bad at it. <laughs> Baby. And her, yeah. she chooses she chooses her own name too, and right? Yep. Yeah, and her name is Peanut Hamper. It's the mathematically perfect name. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> well, I know then, who I'm adopting. And then Peanut Hamper has a whole arc. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's an epic arc, too. It's, it, <laughs> it's, it's really weird. Is. Yeah. It's so strange. I'm so excited. <sighs> I do have Our one. really good show. Last... They take all those little random moments from, like, Next Generation especially, and you're like, who would think of turning that into a whole episode? But anyways, I'm sorry. Millennials. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Pretty much. Um, I have one last little note for Descent Part 1, very, very last Mm -hmm. episode. And I have a feeling I know where that's going. And I I get that this might have been... I'm tired of robot uprising apocalypses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this that's where it kind of feels like it's going like we are we are machines therefore we must kill man. And I don't know, I think it's possible because right now I am reading the uh Murderbot Diaries from Martha Wells. Has that same vibe except all the robot all the robots agree why would we want to kill humans? That's who makes the television shows. <laughs> we love television. Why would we kill humans? And so, like, all the humans are, like, scared out of the minds of the robots are going to, like, uprise against them. And the robots are just sort of like, you have, like, days of our lives. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but that I think that's because I'm coming at this from 2023. And this mm. was 1993. Yeah. Literally 30 years ago. Oh my God, what is time? I like the little random facts in this season where uh, uh, Stephen Hawking is the only person to play themselves in a Star Trek show. Yeah. Um, Depending on who Stacey Abrams plays in that correct. episode of Discovery. And then there's also the female astronaut had a, what was her name? Oh, Mae Jemison. Jemison had the a transporter chief in Second Chances. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. and she had a line, but she's she was an actual yeah. astronaut. Yes, and they yeah. Put her in I recognized her name. I was like, yes. oh shit. The, the first woman of color in space, I yes. believe. Yes, yeah. And went on the record saying that Nichelle Nichols was a big inspiration. Mm. So LeVar Burton, who was making his directorial debut with this yes. episode, uh-huh. brought brought her on. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
I thought that was very neat. Next time, we will return back to Deep Space Nine for Season 2, where we will get not one, but two full-on rebellions at two ends of the season about different issues. Uh, Just rebelling all up in this place. <laughs> yeah. We will take a trip to the Mirror Universe and meet Mirror Universe Deep Space Nine people. Oh, with mustaches? Like, even mustaches? Yeah, goate- goatees, yeah, yeah, a little bit. And so But it's it's different than they did it on TOS. And a thorough analysis of, of the station's uh, lack of wheelchair accessibility. Yes. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. So I Nothing's been wheelchair accessible since Next Generation. <laughs> nope, not even close. So we will talk about that then. Okay, bye! 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 bye!